Hi all, RV Empath here, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RV Empath, me, HSP highly sensitive person. Welcome. It is December 28th, 2020, and as I'm recording this, it's 12.22 p.m. Hmm. Lots of twos there. So, and 22 is a master number. It's all about like building new things, which is really, or something like that, which is really where we are right now in life. I think every one of us, right? I mean, it's sort of a shared experience that a whole lot of people have a lot of opportunity to examine their lives individually and come to certain decisions as to how they want to live, how they want to feel, who they want to be in the world. Um, When faced with, among other things, serious health complications, I mean, yeah, stuff gets clear real quick. And when you do experience like a a near-death experience, it does affect what matters to you and how how you want to live your life to a certain degree. I mean, I, th- I think it's got to, right? Many people, maybe it doesn't register so much, but I do think it affects one on the um, inner or like on the subconscious or unconscious level unconscious I think subconscious is specifically stuff that happened to you like before the age of five that's subconscious anyway (laughs) um where am I going with that it's got to an individual I think um is changed in whatever way it's up to us to figure that out when it comes to close calls with uh, with death, really. I mean, that is one of the, if not the number one thing that we all grapple with when it comes to our lives. I mean, fear of death and and uh, what comes after. I mean, that's a huge. <laughs> Again, talk about a multi-billion-dollar industry. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's the big question, right? I uh, I tend to think it's it's uh, more complicated and more simple than a lot of people give it credit. And I always reflect on the more scientific thing of it all, which is energy not being created, not being able to be created or destroyed at this point. It's like a closed almost like a closed system so energetically we go on and I do uh, believe in um, God universal energy angels loved ones from the other side plenty of people have experienced like connections and um, communications with with loved ones um, who have who have uh, crossed over 
or passed on or what have you. It's it's um, really a big, big question mark. And then you have situations of people who have had near-death experiences where they've actually died for however long, um, just as a small amount of time. But I think it, they are like registered in terms of, you know, heartbeat, <laughs> uh, breathing, all that kind of stuff. They're like technically uh, can be described as, as being dead for however long, you know what I mean? Or at any rate, that's not what I want to dwell on, but they come back and they describe experiences of just phenomenal love. So, um, many, many people say that, you know, it's, it's all good. (laughs) Um, now, where am I going with this? <laughs> Start starting out the podcast, uh, you know, pretty heavy here, but I do want to rein it back in. Fear of death, fear. Oh yeah, how we can how people can change after having near death experiences, because perhaps there is a shift in fear of death Um, it's not as you know severe or um, uh, fearful or fearsome or uh, controlling um, what have you now why was I talking about near-death experiences and fear of death (laughs) how did I start out the podcast I have to like go back in my mind (laughs) Um, (laughs) probably related to something having to do with working on ourselves I'm sure so look maybe it'll come back to me in a little bit maybe not Uh, but keep on keeping on when it comes to working on yourself Um, so We all have stuff we can be doing right now. I am cleaning and organizing. And I'm I'm making some headway, but I got to tell you, it's slow going. It is. But I'm going to do it. (laughs) And that leads to success. I think it's a matter, we all know it. And we all know it when we feel it. But when we're determined, it's staying on course and like staying determined even though it takes however long it's going to take to get through it so that's kind of like uh it's probably it's probably best not to dwell (laughs) on what it's going to take and just stay focused on the tasks for the day stay focused on what can be done today I've heard this before But sometimes you hear things and then you hear things and then you hear things and then you hear it and it clicks. Because I've known, you know, I read, just focus on what you can do today. I mean, I think that's an actual quote from someone. Um, And I think, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At first I might be like, okay. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, yeah. 
So, uh, but now I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it to a degree I did not get it before. So that's a good thing. What can you do to move yourself forward with how, in however way you want to move forward? And remember, sometimes your goal is like over here. But then you start out someplace else. Like you start out by improving your diet, um, doing a new form of exercise or energy work, starting a new healthy habit. You start out someplace differently, but you're working toward your goal. But you don't, like, for me, my goal is to move forward in some sort of new business for myself. Um in a happy, healthy, whole healing way. I don't have all the answers as to how that's going to go yet, but I don't need to. And that's another wisdom that's kind of passed down through the ages. Just focus on getting organized and that is going to free up all sorts of energy in other ways. So my real goal is work moving forward with starting some sort of new business for myself. But what I'm where I'm actually starting is cleaning up my storage space. (laughs) So hopefully that's helpful for you all. And just know that you don't have to aim directly for your goal right off the bat. You can start improving yourself or working on yourself or healing in other ways. And that means healing muck and yuck, healing addictive habits, karmic cycles, um, connect with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. Um, What else? Oh, yeah. Every day, work on ways to be and stay calm and balanced. Great. Wonderful. Let us move to astrology. Uh, December... 28th how you doing we have a semi-square between venus and saturn venus is in sagittarius saturn is now in aquarius yay that's a smaller stressful square not that big a deal just take some sort of small action towards something Um, in terms of what you love your values making money um, self-worth and working hard at something, overcoming obstacles. Now, over the weekend, we had the Sun quintile Neptune, the Sun trine Uranus retrograde. So I would not be surprised if you had some sort of breakthrough when it came to a healing energy or healing, uh, closing, closing out a karmic energetic cycle of some sort. We also had the Sun square Chiron. That's all about healing. Healing anger and, and rage specifically. Okay, so what is coming up on the 29th, which is tomorrow, we have a full moon in Cancer. Cancer is all about the home, inner sense of security, inner world, family, roots. It's a very sensitive spot in our charts and memories. It has to do with memories as well. So keep on healing stuff because Cancer is that really like sensitive part of us. Um, and know that home is 
wherever you are. I think it's really important in today's day and age to sort of redefine the concept of home. Um, Home is feeling comfortable wherever you are and wherever you go. So wherever you happen to hang your hat, that is home in a way. Um, Loving emotions and memories can be connected to people, places, and things. But it's important to have a just sort of a healthy perspective on um, the seasons and chapters of one's life and being able to adequately go where our um, hearts, you know, guide us. Right? Right. Okay. The square between Venus and Neptune on the 30th doesn't sound too bad and then uh looking out into the new year wow haha the new year can you believe it that is a good thing 2021 we have a sextile happening between mercury and neptune a quintile between mercury and chiron quintiles are places of inner genius within a conjunction between Mercury and Pluto. Again, be con- continue to work on healing, shadow side, power, manipulation, control issues kind of stuff. We all have them. We all can heal them. And Mars is going to move into Taurus. All right. Well, that's all. That's just looking ahead like about a week. We'll cover that more as we get closer to it. I'm going to now switch to the guidance cards. Um, before I go, though, let me just take a peek at that at that full moon happening tomorrow and see. Um, <laughs> there is. OK, there is a, a T-square happening. It's pointing to Neptune in Pisces. T-squares are stressful aspects and uh, Venus is opposite the North Node retrograde in Gemini. So it's Neptune, Venus, and the North Node. Um, So they say to alleviate the stress of a T-square go to the opposite point of where the triangle is pointing. The triangle is pointing at Neptune in Pisces, and the opposite point falls into Virgo, the sign of Virgo. So the best thing we can do to alleviate, help alleviate the stress of the T-square and of this full moon is anything grounded in Virgo and sixth house type stuff which is our health our work our well-being our daily routines that support our health habits um, how we are of service to others it's really good to um, again put energy into developing and supporting new and healthy habits that's good stuff peeps All right, I'm now going to 
bless and ground the cards in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take a moment to clear your mind and do some conscious breathing. I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, guidance cards for today, um, for peeps listening to this podcast, whenever you listen to it, you can jump around and listen to podcasts at different times. (laughs) Um, My podcasts are both real time and um, continuous, like you can uh, listen certainly to the guidance card portion of the podcast anytime you feel called to whatever podcast. All right, <laughs> let me get going with this. Two of Swords flipped out. It's titled Schizophrenia. Two of Swords oftentimes speaks to times in which we block ourselves from even making a choice. We've got choices to make. But we're wearing a blindfold, we're protecting our hearts, and we're not moving. We can't see the way forward, but that has a lot to do with ourselves because we're not allowing ourselves to see the way forward. Now on the Osho Zen card, it features a person who is, um, they are lying, like planking over a chasm. They've got hands and arms on one cliff on one side and feet on the other side of the chasm, the other cliff, and they are quite literally like hanging there. They can't even move. If they, if they let go, if their feet drop, it looks like the grip is so tenuous, they would probably drop anyway. And certainly if their arms drop, they're falling as well. So it's a very tough position to be in. And, but there's birds flying overhead. Now, birds are always a symbolism of connection with God, universal energy. And so it's kind of like if this person falls, do they, or, you know, if they let go, if they slip and it appears they're falling, are they really falling or, or are they going to fly? Is this a leap of faith? Uh, it has to do with the mists of the mind. So our minds can be very, very tricky indeed peeps when it comes to fears remember the world reflects back to us what we expect what we what we think how we feel you can take a situation whatever situation it is and it will actually kind of morph itself to your expectations or what you think you want to see Um, that's not to say that people it's, it's tricky because like a lot of people can be fooled into thinking they're seeing something or they're experiencing something that they're not. Uh, so discernment is super important and that comes down to critical thinking. Being able to kind of like go above a situation and question yourself always. All right, Queen of Pentacles flipped out, flowering. This is our personal blooms, like unblocking them 
She's sitting on a lotus flower. Remember, the lotus blooms through the thickest of muck and yuck. There's water imagery, luxurious fabrics, colors, jewelry, uh, flowers in her hair. Um, there's like a white kind of orb around her, beautiful colors, everything's growing. This card actually reminds me more of the Empress um, than the Empress card itself. <laughs> and it's just a gorgeous energy really having it together I mean who does not want to be living a best life right that's the dream gosh are you kidding me happy healthy whole on all levels and it is possible peeps all right king of swords control flipped out very very interesting this energy is like almost completely opposite <laughs> to the queen of pentacles this card is actually very um like cold there's hard edges. It's very metallic, glass, steel kind of feel to it. And there's a throne made out of, you know, metal or, or steel or, or glass or what have you. Um, so the figure is like sort of embedded in the, in the throne. And then he's got fists, the king, you know, his fists, his hands are balled up. So it kind of just reminds me of like, understanding really what it is to have control and above all else it's understanding that we're not in control uh, we have very little we can control we can try to control what we think and how we feel and how we choose to act when it comes to the situations that come about present themselves in our lives kind of but that's with linking up with God universal energy again, peeps. I mean, that's super important. And having some sort of like healthy foundation. Um, but King of Swords can also be very, it can uh, talk to, to the idea of being very logical and not letting emotions run rampant. Um, because emotions, that has a lot to do with how we see the world. When we're very fearful, when we're very angry, it's like the emotions take over and that affects how we interpret things. So be very logical and also um, be very much kind of conscious, conscious. It speaks to me of being conscious, uh, this, this King of Swords, the King of Swords meaning across the decks. Okay. <laughs> Like whatever King of Swords you encounter, it speaks to me of being very conscious and making logical decisions and um, getting it together. I mean, getting organized, that's very King of Swords. All right. We've got some other cards here. Let me see what's up. Okay, I'm going to look at them. All right. Seven of Swords, politics. Nine of Cups, laziness. Five of Swords, comparison. Three of Swords, reversed titled isolation queen of cups yay receptivity justice yay breakthrough seven of cups projections all right this is there's a lot going on here there's some intense experiences in here seven of swords can be it can be um about deceit and uh distrust when i 
see it, I tend to think of ways in which we sabotage ourselves. Because I always look at, I read the cards as a reflection of the self. It's, it really is an experience of our inner selves. So do you procrastinate? Are you putting off stuff? Are you lazy? Um, and, uh, and it points, and it's, the card is literally titled Politics. It features someone like a green goblin type with a, with a mask, and the mask is of a very pleasant person. Um, but, you know, underneath there's like a, a ghoul of sorts, and it features a rattlesnake too. So, you know, hey, <laughs> the, sim- the symbolism there is, is pretty self-evident. I'm not going to dwell on that. But I mentioned laziness and, and how we can sabotage ourselves. And that is what the Nine of Cups is, t- is titled. Now, Nine of Cups is a wish fulfillment. And it can be how we feel really good when we reach a goal. But it's a reminder not to dwell there too long and not to stop. Um, then there's Five of Swords comparison. Five of Swords can be a need to look after us as an individual um, but it tends to you know swords are of the mind again and it can point to um, a very kind of unhappy anxious mind um, some confrontations with others perhaps um, very like not it's like chaotic uh, five energies are very um, consuming and five of swords let's just say it's not a peaceful mind (laughs) Uh, it's titled comparison it features uh, an oak tree and a bamboo stalk and which is better you know there's that old game you can't really look at people and say oh I wish I had you know their life their life could be miserable you don't know jack about anyone and I always say like I don't get people who just blindly um, really uh, admire whoever celebrities or wealthy people or um, Instagram influencers or whatever I'm talking I don't get it when people just blindly admire wealth and vanity Mm-mm, I don't get that at all um, there are celebrities and wealthy people and Instagrammers who um, are of a higher vibe kind of energy that I get but anyway, what's my point? Oh, yeah. And they could point at them and go, oh, my life sucks. Look at them. They have a great life. You don't know anything about what's, how they feel on the inside or what their life is like. You know what I mean? I, and I also tend to come from if someone's like celebrity, um, wealthy, and good looking, I think you have to try really, really hard to be healthy on all levels because that is a a three cocktail power um, blitz right there and there's so many different kinds of power that the that the person experiences that it's really easy to get like twisted inside Um, so that's my two cents I think the more wealthy the more famous and the more uh, handsome and or pretty you know or or good looking an individual is the tougher it is for them to maintain um, good morals uh, maintain balance um, 
uh, quality, healthy, happy, whole life. Mm -hmm. That's my take on it. So after that, I guess one way you can deal with the procrastination, self-sabotage, laziness, um, self-worth issues, um, chaotic mind is the Queen of Cups, receptivity. Now, before the Queen of Cups, we have the Three of Swords reversed. So it is possible we are healing. There's a lot of healing to be done with the heart. And personally, I have been connecting with a heart rock that I have, and I've been holding it, and I hold it, and it's like a worry stone, you know? Um, I connect with it that way, and I've been holding it like against my chest. That's something that I'm doing. But find something that will help you heal your heart. Because on any number of levels, we all have heart healing to do. So, and then Queen of Cups, beautiful energy. This speaks to energy work, um, healing light, uh, chakras, you know, whatever. Find find what, what helps you. It's definitely an individual thing. But be open to receive and make the effort. Make the effort and then have the breakthrough. Yay, justice. Wonderful. This person is like quite literally breaking through an, an obstacle or a barrier. It's got a wonderful energy to it. Like, yes, their arms are up with vic in, in the uh, sign of victory. And then there's the seven of cups. Projections. Again, life is sort of... Life is how we are on the inner so it's good to remember that and keep that in mind as we make the best choices for ourselves to move forward toward our best life, living our best selves. Any other cards for today? This is a lot. We've got two of swords, seven of swords, five of swords. My goodness, it's all mind, 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 mind. King of swords, control. Meditation, peeps. None of the meditative cards have popped out for this reading, which is very surprising. But I think that's uh, one way to help work with these energies. Now we have the Seven of Wands stress. Oh my. Okay. I'm going to take this. It's another big chunk of cards, though. It's very tiring to, like, you know, chug on through, like, a pile of cards. Okay. It's about five. Five cards. The fives. We've got to heal that energy. All right. We've got the seven of wands. Stress. Yeah. How you doing? There you go. Two of cups. Friendliness. Remember, two of cups is connection. It's a very divine, sublime, um, beautiful energy. Four of Cups, turning in. Now, this is a meditative card. It actually features a woman sitting there meditating and kind of burning away the mists of the mind. In the mists, you have all these faces, open mouth people, lots of voices. But the beautiful, energetic, you know, colored aura is burning it all away. Ooh, underneath that is judgment beyond illusion. And I just got goosebumps. But judgment is forgiveness and being forgiven. It is having a fresh start. It is finding a new vocation in life. It is beautiful energy of a clean slate. 
And uh, then you have temperance underneath that. And temperance is also beautiful healing energy. It is balance. It is, um, it's titled integration. It's got so many healing images on here. It's unbelievable. It's a meditative woman. There's the sun. There's the moon. There's a healing light and color. There's the yin yang, an eagle, a swan, fire, water, rainbow, crystals, lotus, Ouroboros, outer space. (laughs) It's great. It's also temperance is angelic healing as well. There's like divine energy connected to this card. So that can help with the Seven of Wands stress card. I think the stress card was kind of, it's, it is what all these other cards add up to. Um, The Seven of Swords, Two of Swords, Five of Swords, um, Control, etc., etc. Even the Seven of Cups, the choices, projections we have. It all kind of adds up to stress, how we experience stress. What can help with that? Connection with others, friendliness, turning in, meditation, four of cups. Four of cups is also being very conscious of where you are putting your awareness, where you are putting your um, focus, okay? It's also known as the divine nudge. So, you know, I'm here to kick your butt right now like get going with something that you're putting off or not doing or whatever and we have judgment as the ultimate forgiveness and being forgiven and being supported as you you know keep working on yourself temperance beautiful supportive uh harmony balance it's freaking awesome uh three other cards are left Knight of Pentacles, slowing down, Page of Cups, understanding, and King of Pentacles, abundance. Absolutely. It's slow and steady, step-by-step progress. As we free ourselves from our cages and, like, learn to fly and um, really come into, like, fresh understandings and new emotions and and understanding abundance in our lives, Um, true abundance on all levels it's these are are gorgeous cards to remind us that we are all getting to um to our best selves oh bottom of the deck is completion the world card the last card in the major arcana that is closing out a cycle and starting a whole new one not just a new chapter but a whole new book it is a wonderful card so with that I will leave you for today. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Look up rvempath.com. Look up Free Yourself from Fear, the Fear Rocks, and how they can help. Available on Amazon for $9.99. There is RV Empath Insta. There is, what else? Gosh, free articles and different things that I have available on my website. And certainly stay tuned for more stuffs because I'm going to be doing more in the future for sure. Keep on keeping on. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well.